Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, an exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. So, uh, first, when, when we, uh, this is the book of Timothy, right? But we know that in, in the New Testament, what we call the book of Romans, book, they're, they're letters, right? Now, typically, like uh, the book of Romans is Paul's letter that he writes to the church in Rome. Now, there was not a place called Timothy, there is a person called Timothy. So when Paul is writing this, he is writing a letter to a person called Timothy. Tim, when, when Paul speaks to Timothy, when he describes Timothy, he speaks of him as a son in the faith. So uh, essentially, it was not a biological child of, of Paul, but it was someone who, who Paul had seen being brought up in the faith, someone who, who had Paul had been involved in. We, we find out, as we will read here shortly in 2 Timothy, where it talks about uh, how Paul was there. In, in this, it talks about the gift that is in Timothy, and, about, uh, and how it came by that they had laid hands on him and they had prayed for him. But in, the, in 2 Timothy, we read the same thing, only Paul describes about him putting his hands on on Timothy. So we understand that Paul was involved when when Timothy was called into the ministry, when God began working on Timothy, that Paul was there. He knew who Timothy was, and and in some sense he felt responsible as a person who had been a, a mentor who was helping Timothy grow in his faith. But Paul... When he writes to Timothy, he writes this letter so that he can remind Timothy of a few things. The first thing he says is, Timothy, don't let anyone despise your youth. Now, Paul says this, but then he tells him, he says, but, right? But, be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Essentially what Paul is saying is, Timothy, if you, these things are ageless. If you do these things, it doesn't matter if you're young or if you're old, these are the qualities, the qualifications, these are the things that, that we look at as believers. These are the things that when people see in your life, they will have respect for you because you're doing these things. He tells him, uh, make sure you're reading, make sure you're, you're uh, encouraging others. Uh, uh, Timothy, make sure that you're studying doctrine, that you're understanding the doctrine of Christ. But then in verse 14 he says this, don't neglect the gift that's in you. He 
Don't neglect uh, um, one of the uh, translations that, that I read about this. It says, don't be careless with the gift. And this morning, as I read through this scripture, and I, I, you know, my studies this week, I, I've been reading through Timothy. But as I got into these scriptures, one of the things that just kept coming out to me is about the gift. The gift, the gift, the gift, the gift. And one of Paul's main concerns for Timothy was, Timothy, don't neglect the gift. Don't neglect what it is that you received of God. Don't overlook what it is that God has given you. Don't be careless with the gift. And this morning, as, as, as a church this morning, we got many believers and many who've been on the road for a while. This, this wasn't, uh, Timothy was a young man, but, but uh, what, what we understand is Timothy was in a leadership role in the church. This isn't like Paul is telling this to a person who's just gotten saved, but someone who, even though he was young, had been on the way for a while, who had, has now gotten involved in, in church and gotten involved in leadership. And, and I'll be honest with you, sometimes I read this and I, I, I feel like, hey, man, this this is the kind of letter maybe that, that God is wanting me to read because I was a person who was saved at a young age. But, and, and early on in life, I got involved in leadership. But one of the things that I've discovered in my walk with Christ, it is so easy for me. And if it's easy for me, I believe it's probably easy for other people to neglect the gift that God has given me. Neglect what it is that God has put inside of us. To overlook or, or, or to, to, to hold on to it uh, uh, somewhat carelessly. This morning, I, I believe that we have people who are sitting here, who are listening to this, who have, have received a gift from God, who have received the gift of, of salvation, the gift of His Spirit, the indwelling of His Spirit inside, the, the, the gift of God that is living inside of you, but you've neglected that gift. It's became a thing in your life that, 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 that was something you used to do or something you used to be. But I want to encourage you this morning not to neglect the gift that is in you. In 2 Timothy, one of the things that really, I'll be honest with you, really made this stick out to me is the fact that in, in both of the letters that Paul writes to Timothy, he takes the time to speak about this gift that Timothy had received. There was something that was so important to this that every time Paul wrote to Timothy, he said, hey, I need to remind you about this. This is of paramount importance that you don't forget this. But, but here in, in 1 Timothy, or 2 Timothy chapter 1, he says, wherefore I put thee in remembrance, listen, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in the, by the putting on of my hands. Now, in, in, in 1 Timothy, he talks about the putting on hands of the presbytery or the elders, uh, the, 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 the men and women who, who are uh, leadership in the church who had, had prayed for him. But here he sp speaks specifically about him laying hands on Timothy. Timothy, I was there. I remember what God did. I was there and I seen it, but I want Timothy, I want to remind you, do not forget about this. Stir it up. Keep it fresh. Don't let it settle. 
If you'll remember about Paul's conversion, how he was on the road to Damascus with letters in his hands to, to take uh, uh, Christians captive and bring them back to Jerusalem for trial. But while he was on the road, the Holy Spirit speaks to him. Uh, and it comes to him and Jesus speaks to him out of a bright light. And as he's speaking to him, he says, uh, uh, Paul, Paul, why persecutest thou me? Paul's like, who is it? Who are you that's speaking to me? And he says, it's Jesus who you persecute. And we read as we read in the book of Acts as, as Paul was taken before different people and as he's making his journey to Rome where his final destination would be, as he's brought up and he shares the story of the gospel, he never forgets to mention his experience, the conversion that he had on the road to Damascus. And as we hear the story uh, over and over again, uh, you, you know that there is something fresh uh, and new every time Paul tells the story of his conversion because he stirred up. He never forgets the gift that he had received. We can get into this Christian thing and, and get into the living life that, that, and, and things just happen. Things are coming up. We're, we're always experiencing something new or something else or, or the next big thing and we're moving on. But we forget. We forget the work that God had done in our life. And, and Paul is exhorting Timothy. He tells him, Timothy, I want you to remember to stir up the gift. Every now and again, uh, my wife will make something we call Mexican chili. Uh, it's, uh, it's hamburger, rotel, and a bunch of cheese, <laughs> and it's good. And beans, and beans, it's good. It's good. I, I mean, I, I like it a lot. And, um, and we'll eat that. And, man, there's a lot of cheese. I'm talking like a whole brick of Velveeta cheese in this thing. I mean, it's a lot of cheese. It's a wonder, right? Ain't gummed up by now. But, um, but it's really good. But you know what happens to that? Because it's got so much cheese in it. You know, you, you first, it's first sitting there and it's warm and, and everything boils all looks good. But after a while, the very top of that, that top layer, gets cooled off. And you get this, this top layer on top of that cheese. It just don't look good. Right? It's cold. It's hard. And, and... And, and man, you're looking at it, you're like, ugh, that doesn't look like it's edible. But I have learned how to fix it. You want me to tell you how to fix it? Bill's over here, he's like, I want to know how to fix that. I'm going to tell you, Bill, all you got to do is stir it up. All you got to do is stir it up. I, I you know, my, my whole life, of course, you know, as, as a kid, all my life, I love playing the fire. Anybody else here like that? There's a fire going on. You've got to poke at it and move it around. But you do. One of the things you learn pretty quickly is that if you don't stir a fire, it don't get hot. Eventually it goes out. If you want to keep a fire going, you've got to do two things. You've got to add fuel and you've got to stir it. And this morning... I feel like the, the Spirit is speaking and, and what He's saying this morning is if you want to keep the fire going. There are some people here who are sitting here in this church this morning that the fire is going out. There are some people here who are, who are listening to, to me speak this morning. The, the fire and the zeal that you once had has started to go out and the Spirit is saying to you this morning, if you want to keep the fire going, you've got to get stirred up. 
You've got to get stirred up. And it isn't for the church to stir you. It isn't for the preacher to stir you. But listen, who it is to stir you up, it's for you to stir yourself. We wait for God to send some, some big, uh, re- we got a revival coming up. And we're like, well, I'm going to go to the revival so I can get stirred up. But it doesn't work that way. We're called to stir up. To remember to stir up the gift that is in us. I've sat through some of the best revivals. That you, I mean, revivals like you wouldn't believe. We used to, when I was... Uh, when I was young, our, our family, we traveled and sang, and we, were, we was all over the place. Um, we, would, we would sing 100 to 150 nights a year that we were out someplace singing in, in a church service. And, and, man, I've been in revivals. I'm telling you, the Spirit came, and it was moving, and you just wouldn't believe the way that He was working in those services. It was just fantastic. Two things that I learned from that. One, I learned that you can sit through some of the best revival services you've ever been to and it not do a thing for you. How do you know that? Because I've sit in some of the best revival services a person could be to and it didn't do a thing for me. The second thing I've learned is that the people, the people who get something out of it are the people who stir up themselves people who say I remember what God used to do in my life and I'm tired of how things are now I'm tired of just getting by I'm tired of just going through the motions I need the fire again I want to feel the Spirit work in my life. I want to feel Him move in my heart. I want to experience something like I've never experienced before. And those, listen, listen, folks, those are the ones who God works in. Those are the ones you start to see the Spirit. You're like, well, well you just said the Spirit. No, 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 you stir yourself up and God starts adding fuel to the fire. <laughs> you stir yourself up. Now, he'll give you something to be happy about. When we go out camping, we usually stay up late into the night. Uh, just because I enjoy sitting around the fire. And, and, you know, I'll throw some logs on the fire and we'll sit there. And, and the fire will go out late into the night. And we'll go in and go to bed and I'll get up the next morning. And you'll go out there and you'll look and you won't see anything hardly but ashes and, and just little bits of, of, of uh, coal and stuff. And you'll think, wow, the fire's going out. But you know what I've learned? I've learned that if you just dig down a little bit, that there's still life. There's still life there. There's still, there's still heat there. There's still something, something burning deep down inside. And listen, this morning, I, you know, other people may look and say, wow, the fire is going out. It's just not burning anymore. But I'm telling you, deep down inside, if you'll just dig a little bit, you'll find something in there that's burning. You'll find something in there where, where the fire the fire's still there. And, and, and I'll go out in the mornings and, and I'll take and I'll, I'll, be, I'll just dig that away and I'll find some coals and I'll put them up in a pile and I'll grab me a piece of wood. 
And I'll put it down in the fire and I'll begin to blow on those coals. And what you thought was dead, you'll begin to see a red glow. And it'll glow hotter and hotter until all of a sudden, whatever it is that I put down in there will catch on fire. It isn't long before you've got a fire. But listen, the day of Pentecost, they were all with one accord and in one place. And guess what happened? The Bible says, there came a sound of a mighty rushing wind. <laughs> I think it was God up in heaven. He just started... And the fire began to burn. Filled the house. And this morning, the fire is still there. You may feel like it's burned itself out. That you can't come back. It'll never be like it used to be. But if you'll dig down, if you'll dig down, you might find that there's something inside of you that's still burning. That there's something inside of you that's still burning. And the Lord wants to send the Holy Spirit just blowing through your life to take what everybody thought was dead and bring it back to life. Start a work inside of you that when people see what God is doing, that, that, that people's lives are going to be changed by it. Folks, it's no wonder nobody wants to be saved. Who, who would want to have that stagnant, old, dead, old thing that, that so many people are out there with today? But what I'm talking about this morning is, is the kind of faith that is alive in our life. The kind of faith that, that takes us and that shines a light to the world. That, that brings us to a different place in our life where the power of the gospel, when we speak it, it's not just words coming out of our mouth, but it's something that's felt by those who hear what we're saying. This morning, stir up the gift that's in you. Don't be careless with the gift that's in you. The Lord wants to do something in your life. The Lord wants to do something in your life. But what it takes this morning... What it takes from us to be put in remembrance. That's all. That's all Paul was doing. He was just reminding him, hey, Timothy, I was there. I know what God did in your life. I know how he worked through the Spirit in you. Don't forget it, Timothy. Stir it up. Don't neglect it. Keep it fresh. Meditate on it. Think, it about, think about it. Don't let it die out. Don't let it quit. Stir it up, Timothy. Put some fuel on it. Let the Holy Spirit uh, cause you to ignite. But don't, don't, Timothy, neglect it. This morning as we get a song. I want to ask you. 
Do you remember the gift that the Lord put inside of you? Do you remember the gift? Do you remember what He done in you? Every time, amen. Well, this morning, have you neglected it? Does it need stirred up a little bit? When we look at ourselves, we start to look inside, begin to inspect what's going on in our hearts. Do you see a, a fire that you had that's died out? Do you see in your heart something that, that once was there, something that was burning brightly that's it's burned itself out? And maybe you thought to yourself, well, it's pretty much died. Never be like that again. Never going to see God work like that again. This morning I want to encourage you to stir up the gift because there's something still burning on the inside. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.